Hello YouTube, Nathan Desai here from Anime Secrets. I am also known as Admin O's on Common Rider Forever and Silver Knight on Otaku Sentai Digiranger. And we at Toka Secrets are coming at you here to review episode 11 of Common Rider Ghost. And join me today is. I'm Zanthi Davis, also known as Common Rider Birth in Toku Tizen on Facebook. And I'm also known as uh, Kyoyu Green in the Power Chamber. And I'm also the Autoxin that Ninja Rangers White Angel. And I'm also joined by. You guys know who I am. I'm Rizwan. AKA the Blue Commander of Otaku Sentai Digiranger. AKA the Commander of Anime Secrets. AKA you can't handle me even if you wanted to. AKA I'm the blaster in the past that's gonna make your dreams come true. AKA Oh my. I'm the Cajun, I'm the Cajun Indian. AKA I'm done here trying to make these AKAs happen. AKA Ronald, are you proud of me yet? Um. Common Rider Ghost on my Common Rider Forever page. Remember that, guys. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Um, did I say a, a blue commander and all that? You did. Okay, yeah, you good. Um, I'm not as good as Ronald at doing that, but I figured I'd give it a try just this once to see how it feels. And honestly, I see why he does it. It's kind of fun. He'd be proud. He would be proud. Um, unfortunately, Ronald is busy tonight, so he can't join us, so I filled in for him today. So, Ronald, when you hear us, just know, I do you proud. We're thinking about you, Ronald. We are. You, my bro. Right. Bro. Bro, the so, bro, the bros. Yes, he is a bro. He's not the anti-bro. <laughs> yeah, screw that guy. <laughs> yeah, screw the anti-bro, man. Screw him. He's not important. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Nathan, you want to do the honors of himself? <clears throat> Sure. Okay, so so as we left off in episode 10 of Common Rider Ghosts, uh, uh, ba basically what happened was that Sionji had managed to steal all the, the 10 other icons that he didn't have uh, because he had five icons. No, no, no. Yeah, 10. Uh, he had five icons in his case, and somehow he was able to use his case to take in all the other icons. So all 15 icons have been united, and Sionji is now beginning the ceremony at the monologue. So as we pick up, uh, Yurisen, he tries to pass through this barrel. Uh, there was like a barrier that was set up thanks to the, uh, like, ba like around the entire area, there was like a big barrier that was set up around the uh, city that knocked Takaru and Makoto and pretty much anybody else that matters in the plot out. And, and you know, Jabel's wondering what he's going to do. And as this, hap is, this is happening, uh, Akari wakes up because she was still in the lab when Sionji uh, started the ceremony. And, sh and, she sees, and she sees him trying to activate the monolith. So Sionji takes, like, this weird liquid and he squeezes a drop of it into his eye. And uh, as a result, and then... All 15 icons, they fly up into the sky and they form a circle uh, that form that creates like this big like mandala looking thing. And and what happens? Is, and then Sionji is pretty much asking the icons for their power, and they just suck them up. And well, bye bye Sionji, at least for yeah. now. So yeah, and note, this is the last time you will see him. Like like 
he doesn't appear like afterwards. Like I don't know what happened to him. Yep. Just, I have a head cannon. He died. If that is how he died, though, and that and like that's the last of him, all I have to say is that's a disappointing death. It's disappointing, yeah. Well, good riddance, but it is still disappointment. Like, really, like all that build up, all that stuff you were like he was trying to do, and all of a sudden, bam, he just gets sucked up, and that's it. Like, especially since like you built him up as being like one of the major villains that might have a lot of staying power, considering how he was the first main bad guy that we saw in the first episode. So. Exactly. I guess they were probably like, well, Carol don't like how he looks, so we're just gonna get rid of him. <laughs> Those teeth, man. That's the reason why he got rid of him. Yeah, it was those teeth. I just couldn't stand it. I mean, in some ways, I hope that they bring him back again. I'm not sure if they're going to, but, I mean, given how Common Rider tends to enjoy killing off some of the most... In- given how Common Rider has a bad habit of killing off some of the more interesting villains very early, I can probably assume that Scion is probably dead and is not coming back. I mean, I love you, Common Rider, but you have a you have a habit of doing that. You... I mean, you killed off Mazul and Gamel and o- O's. You killed off Wikiko and W and, you know, Phoenix and Wizard. I mean, stop killing off the most interesting villains early, please. Exactly. I like Phoenix, too. Oh, well. Uh, so after that, uh, so Gramps comes in, and he realizes that Sionji had the other five icons, but... Of course, it doesn't matter because he didn't have a belt, which is kind of confusing because wasn't there, like, a Ghost Rider-looking thing in his suitcase? I mean, or, does, or was that is just, that? like... Yeah, wasn't there, like, a Ghost Rider-looking thing in Sionji's case once in the Billy the Kid episode? Yeah, but I think that he just certainly forgot about it or didn't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. That or uh, Zavil stole it. I mean, he has a belt now. Where did it come from? Oh, yeah, you're right about that. Hmm. Uh, so, so Akari limps out of the lab, and she sees the mandala that the icons have created, and, you know, and Gramps just sits back and is like, oh, so it's begun. Uh, it has begun. Fight. Yeah. So, as the, so, the whole icon mandala, it's above the Daitenku Temple, and everybody can see it because the barrier's gone, so pretty much everybody, and when I say everybody, I mean like Takaru, Yurisen, Onari, Shibuya, Naruto, and uh, Makoto, they hurry over, and ja- and Javel sees it too, but he decides that he just wants to, uh, you know, he won't, like, uh, he just wants to, like, take the power, so he really doesn't know, like, so, I'm not sure how to explain that part, but, uh, but then after that, Dakaru arrives in this temple courtyard, and, you know, Akari's there, and as that happens, Takaru gets pulled into the mandala. Like, he vanishes in there, and and this is, uh, so, so, Akari and Onari, they're hoping that Takaru's gonna make the choice to bring his life, to bring himself back to life. Bring his life and, back to life? Yeah, okay, sorry, that was bad wording. That's funny wording. Of course, uh, Yurisen tries to follow him, but he gets burned by the mandala. Uh, because, you know, burning stuff. Mm-hmm. Ouch. He's like, ouch. It hurts. Well, except in Japanese, that's more like, ouch, so... Ite! So then Makoto sees this, and he gets all sad, because since Takaru is now just headed in there, and he's gonna get the... 
use the icon's power, so he thinks that he's pretty much lost his entire hope, but Kanon says that she's not worried because, you know, uh, she wants to... As long as Taker can come back to life, he's back okay to life. Yeah. So while this is happening, uh, Javel, he arrives at Al... He'll, he arrives to talk with Alon. What'd you say? Nobody said hmm? anything. No. But yeah, Zavel's looking at Alan's map of uh, eyes and chooses to summon a Gandari to the closest one. With Spider Gandaris is a weird snake like flying creature of doom and Actually, in all honesty, um reminds me of the Satari monster from Avengers One. Mm-hmm. So if you need a visual, imagine that big flying thing at the end, end of the first Avengers, and you basically kind of sort of got what uh, the Gundari looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that, I did, yeah, I did get flashed of that. I was like, wait, that looks exactly like that. Only it's a little different, but... Well, not exactly. I think... Okay, so the things in the uh, Avengers movie, they're a lot fatter. Yeah. These guys are a little bit more skinny, like in terms of like their width, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, um, anyway, we get a flash over to, uh, Takaru inside the cloud thing, where some voice asks him, what does he want? And Takaru's like, well, I want my wish granted. And the voice says, make your wish. But before Takaru can whisk himself back to life, he starts to think. He has, he's made promises to protect himself, as well as his friends like Mikado and Onari, Akari, everyone. So, um, he starts... The voice asks him, are you willing to give your own life for everyone else? And uh, Takater has to like really make a hard choice now. Save Cannon, save himself. And we've been over this before. It's a huge thing because if he doesn't save himself now, he's screwed in like 20 days. But if he saves himself and lets Cannon die, then you got problems because Makado's never going to forgive you and your best friend will hate you, and you'll have all his guilt, and it'll be pretty terrible. Yeah. One thing I have to have to ask, though, like I'm, I'm just curious. Like I know, like I know, it probably won't make a difference whether or not it, you know, he he gets his back to life or not. If he just if he decided to bring himself back to life, will he still be able to be able to come become ghost? Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I was always wondering about. I, I don't see why not. I mean, Mikado isn't dead. And he yeah, has, that's a good point. And he has Spectre powers. That's true. But I think my thinking, like, because they got their powers differently, you think they're like. Well, he... we don't actually know how Mikado got his powers. Yeah. We need to. Yeah, they're probably going to have to come up with it. I mean, it, it, it could be very well possible that Mikado died along with Cannon, but he was revived earlier on. Mm-hmm. And he retained his Spectre power. I'm guessing that's probably what happened because, like, we we did get like a little like, I think I think we did get a little something from like them being in the uh, the Gamma world, and I'm guessing he probably worked with like Alon and like you know maybe did a partnership with him to bring him bring him back to life, but and but his sister did get the same chance because well you know. He, he wasn't useful to her, so that's what I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, 
as Tucker is making the whisk, uh, we switch over to the Battle of the Gandhari with uh, everything going on. Like, there are four Gandhari flying around, causing havoc, and um, Alan's getting a little annoyed at Zavert, Zavil, whatever the crap his name is, is uh, using the Gandhari to make his own means come true. And he starts telling his Gandhari to take the icons, but he's denied this. Meanwhile, the uh, eye in the cloud opens up, and Tucker comes floating down with cannon. Dun dun dun. Which surprises everyone. Um, Mikado's like super surprised. He's like, "Why would you do this to me? Like, why would you do this for me after everything I've done for you?" Uh, Onari and Akari are like, "Oh crap! We did all this for nothing. He, our friend's gonna die now anyway." And Gramps is like, you stupid fool. Um, was, okay, can we just, like, note on here, like, the way Tucker is, like, holding, like, Cannon, like, with his expression on his face, like... Oh, yeah. He's, like, I'm holding, like, I'm oh, yeah. I'm holding this hot chick, guys. I'm holding this hot chick. <laughs> I imagine in English, if he were able to speak English to a good degree... His uh, phrase of what he would tell Mikado would be, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." <laughs> so, um, Mikado thanks Takaru. Uh, Cannon wakes up uh, to her brothers like emotional wreck, and she thanks Takaru as well. And everyone's trying to figure out why did Takaru do what he did, and he just says, "Look, this is what it's meant to be. Uh, it's, you know, this is how it's supposed to be right now." And Gramps is like, you're too naive. Uh, but Gramps is not near him. He's like just in a corner watching, saying he's too naive. Um, however, the uh, there's something wrong here. The icons start falling back down. Um, they go to collect them all. And the Gandhari start flying around. And Mikado and Takaru leave Cannon to Akari. And they start battling the Gandhari. Whoa. Onari, Akari, Gandari. What is wrong with so? Lots of rhymes. So after that, uh, uh, Onari, you know, he drops a bunch of the icons that he found. That he's found, and then as Takari attempts to pick them up, Javel shows up, and both Kamen Rider's henshin working together. And I really love it when I really love it in the season when like both riders like henshin together, like. It really like signifies like a way of like like teamwork working together because it actually doesn't happen in Kamen Rider seasons as much as you think, unfortunately. But uh, so so and just before they hench in, Makoto says that he's going to believe in Dakaru because Dakaru believes in himself. They get into a fight, uh, which eventually results in them ending up in the same foot in the Overlord's lair in Helheim, I guess. Of course completely and, and and for any of you what are just wondering this is like the same set that was like used for the overlord's lair uh in common rider gaim so that was like an inside joke there so but of course you know it's completely unpopulated because you know uh kota and kaito eliminated all those guys so no overlord for us but uh yeah. but uh i do have to wonder like is helheim like now connected to this world or something i mean 
Right. Possibly just be it at Helheim. Um, it's a convenient stage for them to use. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it also sucks how we're not able to see Sid's body, because I would just like to see that dumbass dead, because yeah. he's a horrible person. <laughs> he really uh, was. I, I am glad that he got his just, just desserts in that episode he was in. But... Yeah, and Rizwan will know what, he's, what we're talking about after he finishes those and double in the front of Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Working on it, guys. Give me a break. I'm only one human. <laughs> So the Gundaris show up and they attempt to help J Javel, but uh, but then here come Onari and Narita and they show up and they give some of the icons and uh they and they use and they like up henshin. It doesn't like I think Takaru uses Edison in this episode. Not sure, but uh and I'm not sure what uh Makoto uses, but. Doesn't really matter at this point. I mean, there's gonna offense in every time. Yeah. So they uh, so they managed to beat Javel down, and they use their Omega Drive, uh, and they're just about to destroy Javel, but then a Gundari takes the hit, and Javel is forced to retreat. So after that, uh, oh, and this is where uh, Takara meets Alon, but uh, for the first time, which is actually yeah. kind of surprising, you know, we've gone this long without them meeting. Yeah. They would have met sooner. Honestly, I thought they had met sooner, but I was yeah. very mistaken. You know, and Takaru was asking, like, who is this guy? But Alan just, you know, laughs. He looks at Makoto, and then he... I mean, he and Javel retreat. And then as Takaru tries to follow them, uh, the three remaining... The three remaining Gondari, uh, they arrive and attack, and Urusin... Urusin, uh, pops in all... That like, uh, Yurisen pops up, and of course he's all bandaged up because you know he's been getting burned. So it's been a pretty bad day for Yurisen. But uh, mm. <laughs> Yurisen's gonna get hurt on all the time, dude. No right. So he shows up with the uh, Ghost Striker, uh, and he uses a, uh, and both common riders take like show up on their own bikes. I don't know what Spectre's bike is called. Like they've never given a name for that, but uh. But, you know, I mean, Dakaru calls Cap... Oh, wait, no, 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 we, we have to do it like this. Captain Ghostal! So... Mm. Or, as I say, it's called the Gokai Galleon. Yeah, pretty much. Mm, right. He calls the Gokai Galleon, and, uh... They... So they attack the Gundari, and... <clears throat> they attack the Gundari, and... Takaru uh, transforms it to, uh, to its iguana form to attack the Gundari, and then... But then as he uh, gets hurled to the ground, like he gets knocked off because the Gundari are getting the better hand, uh, Musashi, at least the Damashi, he pops out and, you know, he gives and he gives Takaru a bit of a pep talk, you know, just telling him to go forward. And and the other seven luminaries, and from here I can tell, it's like, so it's like Musashi, Edison, Robin, Benke, and Newton, I think. Uh and maybe ability kit. I'm not sure. And ability kit, yeah. yeah. Pretty much all the seven luminary luminary icons that Takaru was responsible for obtaining, like uh, they show up and they pretty and they all and they all like combine their power and they use and they and they give Takaru like a little bit of extra power so that he can use his rider kick to defeat one the remaining Gundari. 
Then we get a pretty uh, heartfelt moment. Uh, the two common riders meet, and you know they like do a knuckle touch high five. It's so, <laughs> you know, it's actually something I did the other day with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Like I go to fist bump him, but instead of getting a fist bump back, he like holds his hand out like a high five, and I'm like, fist bump high five. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't understand how how what what to even do with that. Mhm. I, I guess well, it, I guess it kind of shows like the opposites of like how they interact with each other. Like Taku is more like the high five approach, where like you know Makoto would just give you a fist bump. Yeah. Yeah. So after that battle's done, uh, Onari runs up and he reveals that he's found another icon, the uh, Goemon icon. Uh, yeah, which... He's super excited about it, man! Like super excited. Yeah, and I'm assuming that's, I'm assuming that's one of the uh, icons that Sionji had, I guess. Yeah, like, it is. Uh, so, so you know, the battle is over. Uh, Alon, he's interrogating Javel, and you know, because he now he's aware that Javel's doing something that against him, like he's doing his own thing, and that <clears throat> and that he pretty much just wasted a bunch of Gondari and his own personal ideals. So, you know, obviously Alon's pretty mad because there's obviously something that he's not aware of going on and, well, he has a right to be pissed off. And the uh, episode ends. Uh, Makoto thanks Takaru for Kanon, for uh, saving Kanon. They get a heartfelt goodbye and I guess as, like, the next few episodes, like, go, like, uh, Makoto takes Kanon to the hospital and... You know, because she's obviously she is obviously pretty hurt because you know she was dead for a little bit. But uh, yeah, I'm actually kind of wondering what the hospital can do for her, given she was like dead for all these years and mm-hmm. bringing her back. Like, did they tell the hospital like, so yeah, this girl here, she's been this little ball thing, and now she's a human <laughs> again. <laughs> well, I'm guessing she's probably like dehydrated or like starving or something. That's what probably happened. Maybe bring you back to life, probably, like, just something affects your body, you're, like, kind of in a weakened state. And, well, that's how the episode ends. Yeah, Kanon's alive, but, of course, now, now there's the issue that Takaru just used up the icon. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's a good ending, but, of course, at least... Uh, you can probably... Of course, saying that. There's good things that happen, and there's a few issues, that, but... That's not going to happen in this episode. We gotta... So yeah, it's a it was a pretty good episode. It was good. I liked it. Um, there's still a lot of things left to be figured out, like the mystery of what Tucker's dad's up to. Um, how is Tucker going to come back to life? Um, it really like this felt like it could have been like an ending to the series right here. Except it's not. There's like a whole other, what, 30 episodes left after this point? Yeah. It's just about um, the art. I, I, I guess, do common Riders have like a arc system, like sagas or something? Like where every 10 or so episodes you have like a new story going on? Is that common? Yeah. Uh, some, like... Someone like it was kind of that way in Kuga, and it's de- and Anthony can probably vouch for me on here that it was definitely like that in Gaim. Like most definitely, yeah. In fact, in fact, like this was around the point in a uh, Gaim where they like episode eleven where they like 
where like they segued into stuff like because you know like the common thing that everybody says in Gaim is that it starts off as like an S show then like one episode like things just like totally change and everybody's just sitting there with their mouth hanging over like oh my god so an episode was like, it, just, it just gets to go from lighthearted to like very dark and like a very like in a very crazy way yeah, and got and episode eleven was kind of like when Gaim segued into that. It's like when it, it's real. That's basically what happens. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Is that much else to really say? Like, this is a good episode. Um. It still fuels my entire um. Gramps is the overlord evil in this thing, and I'm gonna keep saying that until the very end. Even if it ends and he's still a good guy, I'm gonna be like, yeah, he's tricking all of you. You're all fools. Don't even listen to him. I mean, like I said, the only issue that I have here is that if this is seriously how Sionji dies, I'm like, we never see him again after this. Then I, then that'll be a legit flaw with the series that I'm probably gonna have to yeah. really complain about. Because I mean, you could have done a lot more with Sionji, especially since like. Sionji was like kind of give you the feel that there was like several different villain factions like competing to like get the icons. Now one of those villain factions is gone, and you might as well say that Makoto's whole thing is gone now too because his whole reason for collecting the icons is finished. So yeah. maybe now he'll stop being his whole dick. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. so that's the only thing that I can say. Like now it's probably like officially a big like just like. Here's the common rider. Here's the villains. They fight each other, which I mean, I guess, a, which I guess is fine because you know that's kind of like what Tokusatsu is at the end of the day. But I don't know. I think they could have gone if I think they should have kept Sionji on a little bit longer. Yeah, um, the only problem I had with the episode, like I said, was the whole Sionji thing. But I, know, I enjoyed the episode overall. I don't really see the Sionji thing as like a problem, though. I mean. He kind of served his purpose in a way. Well, he was there to kind of like poke the people in the right direction to get them going, you know? Because without him, it may have taken longer to get to this point. Mm-hmm. Which, depending on how you look at it, is a good or bad thing. Uh, but it kind of depends on how Ghost continues from here on out. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think that's all we have to say here, guys, um for this episode. Final thoughts? It's a good episode. I mean it had some it has some great action. Like I said, it's always great to see the secondary rider and a <clears throat> and a main rider like fight together as a team. Like I always love those scenes. Uh and, you know, it probably is implied that they're probably going to do this more often, which I'm really good, great with. Uh, you know, great action. Uh, definitely, uh, this is definitely where Ghost is starting to... I mean, it was already good, but now it's starting to, like, get really, really good. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm actually very happy. I think this is my first common Rider. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really enjoying it a lot, and I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Me too. Most definitely. But... With that said, we are at the end of this episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. We are Tokyo Secrets, and we're out of here. As always, comment, like, subscribe. Um, we're on YouTube. We'll be posting more episodes on here later on this week. 
Um, if you haven't already checked it out, we posted a small tribute video um, yesterday, uh, this morning about uh, Mr. Yusuke Narusawa, who is an uh, art designer for the Tokusatsu franchise, well known for his work in Kamen Rider Denno, Kamen Rider Blade, and a bunch of other things like Kazuka Sentai Gokaiser and uh, Gotter and all those different things. So he passed away to age 56, and we really will miss him in the Tokyo world. And again, we wish the family um, all the best and these hard times. Um, yeah. So until next time, we're to the secrets and we're out. Later.